Saturday night, New Zealand time. It's the Royal Wedding. Everyone's talking about the Royal Wedding and Meghan Markle uh, marrying Prince Harry. Yeah, it's going to be a nine-hour bonanza on TV3. I think it is. If you thought Test Match Cricket was, uh, <laughs> was pretty boring. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Do, they think- even, do you even go to the... Um the after party and film all the drunk people dancing, <laughs> dancing to bloody Abba Dancing Queen. I don't know if they're going to get that far. I don't know what they're going to, um, what the coverage is going to be, but it's all happening this Saturday night on three. You can just imagine uh, a drunk bloody Camilla screaming at the DJ to play, uh, play Beyonce, <laughs> play single ladies. <laughs> Being a wedding DJ would be the worst <laughs> that would job. Be though. Such a hard job. So what we thought we'd do though, leading into the royal wedding, is open up our uh, fictitious talkback station and we phone people. They believe they're put into the middle of a live talkback radio show as a correspondent. Now, usually Kiwis, they step up to the mark here, don't they? For New Zealanders, it's a lot easier just to, just to go along with something than make a fuss, right? You know? <laughs> so uh, we'll see if someone else will pretend to be a, a royal correspondent. So we're going to go to Bluff, end of the country. Good afternoon, Posty Plus, Lana speaking. Oh, hi, it's Gary here from Talkity Talk Radio. You're good for your live report? Talkity Talk Radio. It's the station your racist grandparents listen to. Yes, wedding mania. Uh, the royal wedding fever has uh, kicked in well and truly. And uh, looking forward to Harry and Megan walking down the aisle this weekend. Uh, and we cross live now to our correspondent, Lana. Hi, how are you? Good. What's What, what are the scenes there in uh, London? <laughs> are you kidding me? What are the scenes in London? What is it, what? What do you want to know? What, what, what? London. Hello? What's the feeling there in London, on the streets of London, heading into the wedding? Oh, super exciting here in London. Okay, can we just get uh, some, some thoughts and feelings from uh, Londoners around around the place? Okay, hang on a minute. <laughs> he wants to say thoughts and feelings about the wedding. From London. Oh, thoughts and feelings about the, the wedding. You don't sound very uh, British. Could you put on a voice, please? <laughs> Hang on, I'll just get someone that is. I'm, I'm a tourist. Hang on. Lana. Yeah. That was the best, the best reporting we've ever had on the Talkity Talk Radio. It's John O'Ben and Sharon here from the Edge. Good. <laughs> we wanted to see what you'd be like as a live reporter on the Royal Wedding, and you were great. Okay, cool. No, you when you were shocking. <laughs> you were shocking. Uh, this is a mixed feedback here. We've got a good cop, bad cop situation. I thought you were great. I thought it was a group effort. Everyone got involved. It was it was perfect. It's a compliment sandwich. Ben's the top piece of bread on the bottom. <laughs> and there's a, there's a compliment in there in the middle somewhere. Thanks, guys. Hey, you hold the line. We'll find something for you for being awesome. Thanks. All right. It's a six-month course on how to report properly. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day. Thanks. We want to know what you've done every day for a year, at least a year, because a guy who's with us in the studio right now is doing something remarkable every day. His name is Fraser Grew. How's it going, buddy? Good, guys. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing well, thanks, Fraser. Fraser uh, masterminded a, a very special thing. Tell us about it. When did it start? What's it all about? Yes. So many questions. <laughs> Answer them all. So I run this crazy project. It's called 10,000 Dreams, where basically every day for 10,000 days, I'm asking a different person what their dream in life is. So you go film a different person every day. Every day. 
And and you put it up online yep. about their dream for wow. ten thousand days, which is twenty seven point five years. So I'll be fifty when I'm done. So you're gonna do this every day? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when did the novelty wear off, or has it not worn off? Because oh, you no. seem like a very positive guy. <laughs> Mate, honestly, there are so many days and weeks where you go, "Why am I doing this?" But then you know you get a random message from someone saying this project's inspired me to chase my dream, which I probably get almost every day now. Wow. Which is crazy. But then the novelty of that would wear off. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, the novelty of getting nice messages about what you're <laughs> yeah. doing. <laughs> oh, that's, that is awesome. So you film these people, you put them on the internet. Yes, so we've dedicated to making one dream come true every single month, basically for the rest of my life. And so far we've made um, a young rapper's dream come true. We set him up with Kings and they recorded a song together. He played on the project a month back. Uh, we set up a young girl who wants to be a news anchor with News Hub and she read out a promo with Mike McRoberts wow. last week. Uh, we're setting up a young fitness trainer with Adam Matilda next month and we've got a bunch playing, man. I love it. It's just so exciting making people's dreams come true. Has anyone told you their dream is to become low-rent broadcasters? Because <laughs> I think we can help that dream become a reality for yeah. Give us a call, bro, if anyone has that weird dream. Yeah, man. So this has been picked up. Like, uh, international's made international news. You're yeah. making headlines. So, like, I went, like, a whole year with, like, kind of very small audience, and I was kind of like, oh, no one's even paying attention to this. Then suddenly the Herald picked up on it, and then the very next day Daily Mail picked up and then the AM show, and now I've had more than 20 or 30 kind of media outlets pick up on me, magazines. Well, I guess it's, the longer you do it, the more impressive it exactly. becomes, right? And it's the type of thing that people can keep coming back to over the 27 years. So it's not like a one. 27 years? <laughs> I got married last year. I'll probably have a married kid by the time I'm finished. And I don't have a kid yet. <laughs> but then you'll be, you be like going around the wedding, what's your dream? What's your dream? Like, you talked to me 24 oh, years ago. Oh, sorry, sorry, I did. <laughs> no, I know. That's the thing. You'll, you'll I've had that before. Doubling up on people. I've gone up to two people before and they're like, yeah, you got me like 200 days ago. I'm like, I don't remember it all. What's been the weirdest dream someone's had? You know, at the traffic lights, you get the guys that kind of wipe the windows. Yeah. So I had my camera in my car and he came up to the window. I was like, yo, man can I get your dream and I'll give you five bucks too and he's like oh yeah so I was like what's your dream he's like to be a rap star and then he turned his head and a cop was coming through the intersection stopped he's like I've got to run bro and he just gapped <laughs> it alright man sweet ass <laughs> hey Fraser lovely to lovely you have guys. you come in the studio good luck for the rest of this so you got another uh, what how many years to go sorry 26 years oh good luck for the next 26 Thanks, years man uh, where can people check it out if they want to go uh, it's it. on Instagram under Fraser Grew or 10,000 Dreams or on Facebook under Frog Productions Awesome, man. And Ben, have you done? We're just asking because he's a year into it or so, a year or so into it. What have you done every day? I for wanted, an entire to, year? I wanted to do a positive tweet a day for a year, and I got, I got a couple of months into it, and oh, it's just hard. two months, only eight weeks into a positive. Oh, no, tweet. This is not commitment. I started running out of people to, to make positive tweets about, and I don't know. I just yeah, and then Trump. Oh, that was it. Trump won. President Trump won, and it was all just like, oh, I don't really know what to be positive about today. Like, this is... Yeah, well, you could have, picked, you could have said, hey, Trump, congratulations, well done. I'm sure you'll make a great leader. <laughs> well, that's what you would have said. Yeah, make, make America great again. <laughs> you can say something positive about him. I was him. like, anything I go, I don't know. I like the way your hands are the size of baby's hands. <laughs> I could have done that. That would have been a good positive tweet. I like the way that you've somehow manipulated your hairstyle <laughs> to cover all of your head. Yeah. Now, there's positive things you yeah, can say you're about right. Them. Maybe you should take that up, not me. I like the way that you've looked like you've imprisoned Melania. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Okay, 0800 The Edge. What have you done every day for a year, Simon? G'day, John and Ben. How are you, boys? Oh, listen, we're doing well, Simon. You sound like a bloody blokey bloke. Yeah, yeah right, mate. This is Simon the Farmer. Yeah, that's the one, mate. Multi tool on me belt and everything. <laughs> well, nice to talk to you, buddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm not too bad. Living the dream. Simon, a very amorous farmer. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the polite way of putting it, mate. <laughs> what have you done every day for a year, Simon? Uh, well, speaking of being amorous, I've made the old single-slice ham sandwich every day for a year, I'd say. Oh, you've had ham sandwich every day for a year? Yeah, yep, single slice, obviously. Every day? Every Gee, day. That's, that's a commitment. Is that what has just become part of routine, part of habit? Yeah, you just get the ingredients together and get stuck in. And so do you, because uh, I mean that also doing, you know, make, eating ham, making single slice ham sandwiches every day for a year also increases your chances of being caught in the act of making a ham sandwich. Well, you, you do have to pick your moments. I mean, obviously you don't want to be sharing your ham sandwich with any unwelcome visitors. So you do sort of pick a, a lunchtime when the house is empty or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, right. You just Yeah. No one ever wants to share a ham sandwich. Thank you, no, Simon. I've, I've never wanted to share a ham sandwich, John. I don't think I ever will. Well, there you go. Well, you've just shared the story of the ham sandwich with the nation. Thank you very much, Simon. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Love you, guys. Best, you have a good one, buddy. Thank you, Kylie. What have you done every day for a year? Uh, not me. It's my husband. What's he done? So he's, he's run 1,740 days, minimum two kilometres every day. Wow, every day? Every day. So I think he's running from me, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. He comes back again. <laughs> he does come back. What, how's, how come it's like dead on 2Ks every day? So to register, so there's a website that they log all their running streak on, and that's the minimum that you have to run to log into this to be a streak runner. Um, so he's an injured, he's yeah through cold illness, um, yeah tummy bugs the whole lot. He'll run the two k. Fitness is good, yeah. That's, that's good really, run. yeah, that's good. Every day, well, you know, I, I don't run every day. When I do run, yeah, you run, you run five a bit, times eh? a week. Yeah, Monday to Friday, get yeah. up a bloody, you get up way too early, like four thirty in the morning. Oh, why you need to run that early? Yeah. But you do, and uh, run down the middle of the road. Yeah, one time I was pulled over by a police officer. He told me off. He's like, there's a lot of drunk drivers around here. Yeah. I was like, well, stop saying there's a lot of them and arrest them. <laughs> Dar- Darren's with us on Eight Under the Edge. What have you done every day for your year, Darren? I have uh, at least two cups of coffee a day, and on my days off, I have up to four. On days off, so why do you need more on your days off? <laughs> uh, I got more time to go to a cafe. All uh, oh, right, I see. She's after four. You must be pinging at one hundred and twenty, Darren. Uh, let's say I'm used to it. Two a day. Yeah, I think I would probably. Yeah, I probably have two a day. Yeah, and that's cafe ones. You know, the instant thing is an evil word in my eyes. Oh, so it's you're spending that money every day. Jesus, imagine what your annual spenders on coffee a year. Yeah, please don't tell me that. <laughs> Thank you, Darren. <laughs> Last night uh, was uh, Dancing with the Stars on three, and another contestant got sent home. The second couple to be eliminated from Dancing with the Stars 2018 and leaving the dance floor tonight is... Naz. I love all the people. Boom! It's like wrestling, you know, when people go like, oh, boo, they're cheering and all the comments and stuff. It's like I was wrestling wa- for mums. I was watching it I was watching it last night and they had the Māori, uh, the Māori prince there, the future Māori king there. Oh, really? And uh, he was there to uh, see Madame Fox and I was like, well, she's not going home tonight. <laughs> they can't eliminate. They can't invite the bloody future Māori king to Dancing with the Stars and then go, sorry, the lady he to support's going home. Same thing was Mike, same thing. Mike McRoberts came along to support Sam Hayes. He's like, well, you're not going to break his heart on national television. Yeah. Mike goes, oh, boo, this is bullshit. <laughs> Mike yelling that out. And next week they're just going to have a bunch of like infant school children there supporting Susie. He's like, well, you can't break the school kids' hearts, yeah. guys. Yeah, but my mum was there last night. Mum uh, Jenny went along to watch in the crowd. I didn't. I didn't go along.
I was at, I was at home. It's not your thing, is it? <laughs> but um, she got very upset. Well, so Jenny, oh, so Jenny was part of the live audience. Yeah, she was part of the live audience. She was very teary when uh, Naz Was Jenny got the one going, oh, <laughs> boo! I don't know, but she got very teary when Naz got sent home. You know, when Naz was crying and mum was crying. Was, oh, your mum started crying. <laughs> it was all very emotional, very te- apparently, yeah, very teary. Your mum cried over Naz <laughs> being eliminated. She's very invested in it. Well, her she... mum's very emotional. She's lovely. She's just a real emotional, loving person. And yeah, and she, she just... definitely got swept up in the show. <laughs> like, I mean, let's boil it down. <laughs> yeah, like, and then just go, well, listen, there's just... It's just a celebrity being voted off a show <laughs> where they're doing pretty shitty dancing. <laughs> yeah. You're very upset. Like, I'm sure there's been things that have happened in my life far worse that she hasn't been quite as emotional about. Hey, what, did you have you broken any bones? <laughs> I haven't broken bones, but I've had, you know, like, you know, like, you know, you're at a low point in my life getting arrested. I don't know if it was... <laughs> Did you cry over that? I don't think like, so. That's something you cry over. Let's <laughs> yeah. call Jenny. Get Jenny on the phone, okay, Ben. What's her all number? Right, all right. I want to make a comparison. What she was more sad over. Hi. Oh. Jenny here. Please leave me a message. She can't. She can't. She's not, she's not, I can't even answer the phone. I'm still devastated. But I don't even. I don't even think Naz was crying. <laughs> Naz, the lady who it was directly emotional, but, but she, yeah. it was the one who was directly affected. Like she, I don't think she cried. She was just like, oh, well, you know. Thanks to everyone. It's been a great experience. Yeah, mum, very upset. Mum's, yeah. hey, good on you, Jenny. Uh, I think she'd pick Naz as a, as a winner you know, of that show. So Maybe she'd be part of some illegal gambling ring in Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, put the house and all of her life savings on Naz. Oh, no. She's a surefire bet. <laughs> okay, so Steph's back. Day two, great to have you back from a week off from hand, foot and mouth disease. <laughs> Again, you could have just said yeah, I no, was no. sick. You don't need to keep dropping that in. Okay, yesterday, it. you came in, you yeah. had hand sanitizer, you had rubber gloves. Yeah, I left my hand sanitizer at home today. Today I noticed there's no rubber gloves. No gloves it's either. Got, like, the, yeah. the protection's no, gone out the no, window. No, I do have this. Oh, Glenn 20. I do have the Detol spray. So yeah. we're all good. Ben, didn't, ben, being a germaphobe, didn't know about the Detol spray and this has just changed his know. life. This is a game changer. Me too, Ben. I didn't know this existed this either. This is now and my deodorant. Li- <laughs> <laughs> Literally this morning I was at the supermarket buying this as well. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon, some scandal. Hey, hey, Steph, what have we got in scandal? Game changer. The most disinfected scandal in the game. <laughs> John Cena. So he is uh, uh, MM. Uh, he's a wrestler, professional wrestler, John Cena. MM. No, no just WWE. WWE. Yeah. <laughs> right. Upside down M's. Um, so he uh, says his life's been a wreck since um, he split up with his fiancée, Nikki Bella, who is a fighter as well. Yeah. Um, so she dumped him before their wedding, and um, and he says now that he's going to do whatever it takes to get her back, including having children, which is something that he never wanted to do, which was a part of the breakup, and this is what this is what he said. For anyone out there speculating on like what I'm doing with my life now, I still love Nicole. I still would love to marry Nicole. I still would love to have a family with Nicole. What happened? What went on there? You were saying that um, on his TV show that um, he used to get dressed up in full tuxedos and stuff, but with suits to have dinner. At yeah. He would, so he's having dinner in his own house. He'll wear a suit, three-piece suit, every time he eats dinner. Yeah, that's when the TV show cameras are there. No, really, <laughs> it's his thing. Really? Yeah, lunch, dinner, but breakfast. But then he goes and wrestles with, like, no shirt. Well, maybe that's what he's making up for. He spends <laughs> yeah. a large part of his professional life shirtless. Yeah, and looks great, too. Yeah. That's yeah. what you guys do, right, with your Helenstone Brothers sponsorship? <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ended, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, if anyone else has any uh, free suits that they can pass us, <laughs> uh, lines are open. Uh, but Nikki has actually spoken out about the 
this uh, this little revelation from John Cena saying he's willing to have children to get her back, and she goes, I'm speechless. That's crazy. I have hope. I'm at a point in my life where I feel like I have kind of lost me, and I want to find me and work on me, and I just want John and I to live happily ever after. Whether that's together or separate, I don't know yet. So I can I just space. say, these public, these public statements they're making kind of sound like <laughs> conversations they could just have with each other. <laughs> I was just thinking that, eh? That's a really good point. Uh, but, uh, John, if you want to get back with your ex, we're running a promotion at the moment, uh, 4 o'clock each day of the week. What's uh, that? Uh, back with your ex, which is on Bravo, 8.30 <laughs> Sunday night. Uh, people can get, you can register now at theedge.co.nz and we can maybe hook them up on a date and see if there's still some, you know? Yeah, John, so yeah. there you go. There's an option for <laughs> there's you. Another option. Yeah, there's John another option. John will fly to Auckland as well. That's also part <laughs> That's of the prize. That's and C's, yeah. Um, and in other scandal news, when will Pink stop touring? She's given us an answer and it's all about her kids. If they aren't happy and if they want to be at home and have a normal life, that is when she's going to stop touring. But for now, everyone's happy. She goes, it works 20, uh, 95% of the time. It's all positive. I love that my kids get to see uh, their mum be the boss and work really freaking hard to realise a dream. So I don't think we're going to stop her from touring, uh, seeing her drawn anytime soon. Oh, that's, cool. a, that's the thing. Like, if you're there, Rich, I'd just be like, pull it. Freaking. Oh, just pull it. That's what Adele's done. She's like, Phew, I've got enough money that I can just sit <laughs> at my flash old mansion and do nothing. Yeah, man, that's, a, that's a very privileged position to be in. Yeah. yeah. John O'Ben and Sharon. Just gone four o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to book a flight, do it today. Why is I that? don't care where you're going, just book it today. Why? In New Zealand, raising the uh, price of domestic flights by 5%. <laughs> okay. I still have specials and stuff. No, mate. Book I it today. Wherever you're like going. Grab a seat specials and all that sort of stuff. Wherever you're going, book it today. Uh, Even you? if you're not planning on going anywhere, <laughs> book it today. Save that 5%. Just to get a, a sweet, sweet deal. No, jet fuel, jet fuel prices worldwide, are um, they've increased 54%. So all the airlines are having to put their prices up. Jetstar, though, they're staying the same price. Are they? And you know why they're staying the same price? Why? They don't give a sh. They don't care, mate. They don't. They don't care if the plane gets there. They don't. They don't care if a wing falls no, off. They don't. They don't care. They're the mavericks. Like de- no, that sounds like defamation. They're the mavericks of the airline industry, and that's why we love them. And it's, uh, they don't even care if they, you get a seat or not. Put, put yourself right, in the right, no. put yourself in the overhead luggage. John Ben and Sharon's back with the ex. Now, back with the X is on Bravo at the moment, 8.30 on Sunday nights, and we wanted to run our own social experiment to help you get back with your ex. If you want to re- reignite the spark, we'll bring you uh, to Auckland, if you're not both not in Auckland, send you out on a date night, and there's the option of an overnight stay if you guys both want to take yeah, it up. a very fancy, delicious meal of foods that you can't pronounce or don't even know what you're putting in your mouth, <laughs> yeah. that sort of stuff. Uh, TheEdge.co.nz, if you want to register, if you've always thought, oh, what if, maybe I could re- rekindle things with my ex. Now, there were some concerns yesterday, Ben, from me. I was like, who's going to, who's who would really enter this? You know, yeah. what sort of person would do this? And you were like, oh, you know, people break up for various reasons. Not every breakup has to be bad, Jono. But sometimes people get a job somewhere else and they're like, hey, this is good for you. I need to let you go do this. Mm. You know? Sometimes someone finds someone better looking. Yeah. And you're like, well, good for you. There's like, those other options. I did that with many of my ex girlfriends. <laughs> like, hey, I found a hotter guy. I was like, hey, well, I would probably leave myself if I had the option. You understand, right? Alice is with us on 0800 The Edge. How are you, Alice? Not too bad, thank you. Now, you entered this competition. Tell the story. We don't know it. What is it? So she um, entered things with my ex two or so years ago now, and we went our separate ways. I had met someone else. Obviously, wasn't over my ex. Ended things with him. Tried to rekindle things with my ex and actually found out two weeks in that I was pregnant to the guy that I only briefly dated. Right. Um, yeah, so we did try to rekindle things, but it was actually 
too much for him, unfortunately. So he, he's like, I can't, I can't go out with you while you've got another person's baby. Yes, that, exactly. Why did you break up in the first instance? Um, I guess we just got so comfortable with each other and we did fight a lot, but aside from the fighting, you know, we were an incredible couple. Right, so you were together for a while? Yeah, we were together about three and a half years. Right, so a long time and then, okay, yeah. so... You, well, this is, this is, I tell you what, Jeremy Kyle will be salivating <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, so you want to um, you want to get back. What's your current situation now? You're obviously not with the um, the person you got pregnant with? No, we, okay. yeah, I haven't been with him. You know, I went into being, into my pregnancy knowing that I was going to be a solo parent, right. so, yeah. Hey, shout out to the solo mums. I think, who's that guy who does a good song for the, all the solo? Sean, Sean Paul. Sean Paul single does a good song there. for he the single Yeah, single mothers. <laughs> anyway, this is a nice shout out. Um, so, do you, do you think your ex would be keen on, on rekindling the relationship, or you're not sure? Like, when was the last time you guys spoke? I mean, we chat here and there via Snapchat, but not any major conversations or anything exciting. So you've got to get him over the baby thing. That's that's going to be the biggest hurdle. Yeah. Shall yeah, I adopt your baby? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I adopt the baby? Well, the thing is that you don't change anything for the world now, but there's still that what if. Yeah, yeah, no, well, give the baby to me. I can become the... I can <laughs> no, be the no, that and then that gives Alice... The, this is what I'll do for this radio show, Ben. <laughs> so he's not with anyone now? No. You're not with anyone now? No. The only thing that's holding you back is the baby. Yeah. So maybe yeah. he's maybe he's had some time now to think about it. Maybe it's not quite as, you know, as, as big yeah, a deal well, as it I was. Mean, like, I've always stood by it doesn't take DNA to make a father. No. You're right. Oh, okay. It does help, though. Yeah. It does help. Well, it does. That's one way of making it, but there's doesn't. It does always. Yeah, there's lots of lots of people out there, um, men and women, who do awesome things. You know, looking after kids that aren't their own and you treating right. them. You know, like they are part of the family. We're yeah. going to put you in the drawer for this. So you'd like to pursue it? Yeah. Okay. Well, well thank you, Alice. Thank you for for sharing yep. your story with me. Yeah. We we do wish you all the best. Thank you. <laughs> and if you want to enter the edge.co.nz to get back with your ex, maybe next week. Jeremy Kyle, you're a big fan of the uh, the talk show, Jeremy no, Kyle. I've never really watched it. Oh, it's amazing. Like it's something I don't like about watching people with <laughs> these real life dramas. I just uh, just don't get. I get knots and I get like, ugh. You know? Oh, you don't. So you won't watch it because that makes you I, feel yeah, awkward. I just, I just, yeah, I find it. I find I just start feeling for people. Because there's always someone that feels like they're the victim in this. So yeah. I always feel sorry for that person. Well, listen, I'm a big fan of Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Just been released. Ten of the most shocking Jeremy Kyle show titles of all time. Right. So if you don't know what the show is, you haven't seen it before, it's a British chat show and uh, just people with some very warped personal and situations. And people go on that show to, to try and sort out their issues, right? Yeah, because I think he pays for their flights to the studio. Right. Uh, they probably get a night in a hotel. <laughs> and then he pretends to care. <laughs> I'd be a good Jeremy Kyle. You would actually. Yeah, would be like, you would. I'd like d- Jeremy Kyle must be like, oh no, this is shocking. But deep down, going, this is gold. <laughs> this is a ratings bonanza right now. He'd he's be, not doing stories like like he forgot to take the bin out on Thursday night, right? Is yeah. He? He's not doing those sort of uh, those sort of dramas and yeah. relationships. So these are the ten best Jeremy Kyle show titles. I'll marry you if you prove you only cheated eighteen times. Eight. Okay, yeah, well, it seems like you've, you've said it. You've said 19 must be the, the threshold. <laughs> yeah, too many, too, too many, many times. <laughs> what, yeah. 19 times? Yeah, no. I would have let you off with 18, buddy. Mm-mm. Prove I'm the dad, and I'll prove that I haven't slept with my mum. I actually saw that. That was a great show. Really? She had suspicions that him and his mum were getting it on. Oh, jeez. Turns out they were. <laughs> are these legit people? No, on the show? Yeah, you would think that some of them are actors. Yeah. But I guess it's just been going for so long, they'd have to be legit. Here's another great episode. Has my son cut up my sex toy? <laughs> 
Why do you have to go into Jeremy Kyle to figure <laughs> out? And just buy a new one. It doesn't, buy a yeah, new one. You've it doesn't got, seem like it needs half an hour, an hour of TV, that one, right? <laughs> like if, if it's cut up, then, you know, chances are your son may be cut or up. Or someone else did, but it's cut up, so. Yeah, must go to the shop and get a new one. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to go to Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> and but he comes out, he's like, well, I've got a surprise for you. It's a brand new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> okay, I'll wait on the edge. This is what we want to do. Have you had a moment in your life, you know, in your family's life, your personal life, or whatever, a relationship, that could be a Jeremy Kyle show? Has your son cut up your sex toy? <laughs> if your son has done that, then you need to call. Oh, 0800 The Edge. Maybe you the boy the son who did the cutting. Maybe you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't like the sword, mum. And the sword just keeps going round and round in circles. Oh, 0800 The Edge is the telephone number. 3343. Have you had a moment in your life that could be a Jeremy Kyle show? We'll then give ourselves five seconds to come up with the show title. What it would be. Caitlin, what do you got? Hello. What's your Jeremy Kyle story? Um, I don't know who my dad is. My biological dad. Oh, you don't actually know? No. Have you so got a... There's two guys. One I have their last name, and the other one apparently I look like Ben. Oh, really? And have you ever ever asked, or or it's something you want to know or don't want to know? What? Oh, I actually do want to know, just so like if I have kids and some come out munted or something. <laughs> right. Okay. Like I want to know my bloodline. <laughs> oh well, really? Yeah, well, fair. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. I guess that's probably what everyone's right, isn't it? And it's like I've been asking my mum, and then she's like, "Oh no," but she keeps in contact with one of them, so I think she has feelings with them still. So here would be here would be okay. We've got five seconds to come up with the Jeremy Kyle show title. Okay, I think my mum's still sleeping with my real dad, although he's oh, not my dad. It could be something like that. That's a good title. Bridget with us, your Jeremy Kyle story. We'll try and come up with a show title for it. Um, so my baby's father um, somehow believes that our son is his best friend's, my sister's husband, or my father's. Oh, I'm, I'm quite confused now. <laughs> <laughs> so, good. so he would come. So he would come to Jeremy Kyle because he would want you to take a lie detector test, and it would be he would prove that my son is mine and not your your best friend's husband's or your dad's. Yes, that would be the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would it be your dad's? I have no idea. Absolutely not a clue. Me and my dad didn't even live in the same city at the time that I fell pregnant. There you go. Yeah. These stories are out there. Yeah, we need the right. New Zealand Jeremy Kyle. Okay, Jackie with us on 0800 The Edge. Hi. Your Jeremy Kyle story? Um, yes, so I'm now engaged to my ex-fiance's now ex-best friend. These ones, I just I just can't piece these together fast enough in my head. Okay, so you, 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 were, you were engaged to a person, you're engaged to a guy, and now yeah. you're engaged to his best friend. Yes, well, now ex-best friend. Right. Oh, is, that, is that awkward or is that you guys are past it now and it's all good? Well, he probably wants to kill us still. We don't see him anymore. Right, so, okay. So it's not awkward because you don't, we're, you we're don't see him. Oh, we past it. Yeah, of course you're past it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming up you. It's all coming up you. Thank you for your call. Joined in the studio by Middle Management Dean. Middle yeah. Management Dean. MMD, we call him. Yeah. Uh, well, I've never called him that, but no. there we go. Start now. Uh, Middle Management Dean's had a bit of a promotion, though, because our boss Ryan and his lovely partner have just had a baby. Yeah. So um, now I'm left holding the baby, the proverbial, <laughs> uh, the edge. He's yeah. a Dean is the big boss here. Now, for, yeah. for 
months. Yeah. Ben has ridiculed you as <laughs> middle management dean. No, I've just labelled you middle management dean. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I wasn't saying ridicule. I understand. Yeah. Everyone, you know, you need a character in yeah. radio. It helps. Yeah, it helps people understand who I am. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And now look who's laughing now because look who's just been promoted. The Winston Peters of the Edge. That's it. I quite like that. <laughs> You've got the big job. Uh, my tough on immigration. Or what? <laughs> yeah. Now, how long did you know Ryan was pregnant before uh, accepting <laughs> this coalition? Yeah. Okay. So, Dean, as upper management now, as the big dog on campus, we think that you need to make some calls. Mm. So what we're going to do is we're going to phone the big boss, Leon. Oh, God. This is the big, big boss. Now, we're on different pages of paper. We is this going to be career limiting? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now you're upper management, you can push it down on us. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're your four guys. You can get rid of us. Okay. That's fine. On, uh, on different pieces of paper, mm. we have various changes that uh, we think you should make to the station. Now you're the big dog. Right. You can explain these to Leon. And uh, we'll be holding up different pages, and we just want you to repeat word for word, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? See how yep. you go. Hi, Leon speaking. Yeah, g'day, mate. It's Dean. Hey, have you got a quick minute? Sure. I was just looking to implement a few things while Ryan's off, if that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> So I've just had a quick meeting with the team and we've decided to just pull the Wedding Crashes promo, put it straight away. I think it's... Right. Uh, yeah. So it's just, it seems... Uh, and starting tomorrow, we're going to do ZDM's secret sound. We'll take the secret sound concept and we'll just, we're probably just going to roll, probably just get the, the Edge's secret sound, I guess, we'll, we'll go with. Um, Dom Harvey was also wanting uh, an extra two weeks annual leave. He was telling me, to, I hope you don't mind, I could just sign that off today, if that's cool. No, no, there's no way. I'm not going to give that to Dom. Have you reconsidered whether um, John and Ben should be on drive? <laughs> well, I was just going to well, try. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that the day show is, is coming along quite well. And, you know, I mean, they're, they're new to it, but they're, they're the hot new things right now, right? Hold on, Leon. There's one more. There's one more <laughs> thing. One more, one more gag here, Leon. Okay, so <laughs> just right, hang on. Let me just when right. you've been around radio as long as I have, you can sniff a, you can sniff a stupid prank from these two a mile away. Anyway, this is on. the last one. We want to get this one through. Just let me read off this sheet that's definitely not being held well, up in yeah. front of me. I mean, you're, reading just, well. you're reading well. It's like a hostage yeah. situation. Uh, Are you holding something that was here or what? So I was just going to trial Jono, Ben and Sharon, maybe starting an hour later at four and finish an hour earlier. I feel like we just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. No worries, mate. No worries. <laughs> there we go. Done. We go. All approved. All approved. What about, we might as well just give them a million bucks each. <laughs> great. Oh, great. We've got yeah. this all on record. It's all recorded. That would be a pay cut, Leon. <laughs> no. Anything for old uh, Dino and uh, middle management? Oh. No. Nah, Not nah, after nah, this? No. No. That's average, mate. That's average. <laughs> <laughs> probably the worst performance that I've heard in many years. Are you sure you guys don't want to go back to just trying to do that stupid talking at the same time thing that you were doing before? I mean, it might have been more entertaining. But you, you, I mean, you're trying, and that's all we can ask, right? Okay, Leon. Bye. See you, kids. Just before we head into scandal, uh, breaking news, uh, Gloria Vale founder Hopeful Christian has died um, at the religious community after battle with cancer. He was uh, 92 years old. Hello, speaking of weddings, this Saturday, the royal wedding, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, it's all going down. But news today is that Meghan Markle's dad is having to go back to hospital for chest pains. Now, six days ago, he really sadly suffered a heart attack, which means he can't walk 
his daughter Meghan Markle down the royal aisle anymore. Um, so then I was reading something about his staged some paparazzi photos, which the royal family yeah. would be looking down their nose so at. Oh, weird! So like he was dressing up in a suit out shopping and like all this other like wedding related yeah. stuff. And, and then, then he's he... like reading a book like 101 Things to Do in London or yes. something. Yeah, oh, yeah, really? about what to do in Windsor or something. And, and it's like, like yeah. he paid a photographer to sneak around and take photos of him doing all this kind of stuff. Why? It just doesn't make sense to me. But now he suffered a heart attack and now after the revelations that um, he paid for a paparazzi to follow him, he's too embarrassed to attend. Plus his health isn't in good shape either. Oh, so geez. he's not going to be there. And a, a statement uh, came out from Kensington Palace today. This is a deeply personal moment for Miss Markle in the days before her wedding. She and Prince Harry ask again for understanding and respect to be extended to Mr Markle in this difficult situation. Can I just say, I heard some intel about you, Steph. What's that? That you are holding a viewing party. A royal viewing party. Oh, I can see it. When, what are you all dress up with, like, crowns and stuff? Yeah, we're going to yeah, have tiaras from the $2 shop. That's, that's Instead nice of um, tea and scones, there will be wine and cheese. Mm. But it's a Saturday night. Why not? Let's make a, let's make a night of it. And when you say party, there's literally, like, four of us. Yeah, well, I wasn't invited. Well, no, why would you be? <laughs> Ben, want to come? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to be there. All right. You've never invited me to anything. What have you invited me to? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) A relationship is purely professional. We need to hang out more. But Ben, I'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, And Liam. You're going to the royal tea party. (laughs) Oh, that's all right. You were like, oh, you've been bagging it all week. What's the shit? (laughs) I love the royal wedding. No, you don't. I'd love to watch all nine hours of the coverage. When when does your party start? I don't know. I'm thinking around 8 p.m. Yeah, it's a good time. And then, like, I'm pretty sure they tie the knot at, like, 1 a.m. I think midday English time. Yeah, it's going to be a late one. Eight to one. That is a long (laughs) haul. Good party, though, which you are not coming to. (laughs) And Liam Payne has opened up about um, his battle to cope with fame, revealing that there were times when it nearly killed him. Um, So he's doing a mental health campaign at the moment, and he says that uh, after they announced their One Direction hiatus, he goes, there there have been some tough times. When the band started, I'll break. Um, I struggle with the idea of becoming famous again. It scared the living daylights out of me because last time it nearly killed me, frankly. So I had to figure out a way to make it work for me rather than me work for it. Um, And then he's kind of, I don't know, the big B word, balance, very important. And he's kind of managed to figure it out and have some really positive people around him that he can talk to and trust and all the rest of it. I can imagine when you look at Bieber. That's all he's all he's known since yeah. he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So he probably hadn't even gone through puberty. Mm-hmm. Was just crazy fame. Yeah, that's yeah. not normal. No, your concept of reality would be so morphed and different to other people's. Yeah, uh, scandal is. Sometimes online. you just want to go to your friend's royal party and she won't invite <laughs> you. Sometimes uh, keeps you grounded when you're not invited. <laughs> Bring some booze and you, you can come. TheEdge.co.nz for today's scandal and vote there for your favourite wedding tosses couple. Live direct messages, whatever you want to say, you can say it to the nation on the radio airways right now. Always, always a nerve-wracking time. Usually we have the security blanket, don't we, of uh, producer Dan, deadweight Dan, uh, just fitting the Not calls. much of a security blanket, but oh, something. When your security blanket's <laughs> nickname is deadweight, <laughs> it's a very holy, soggy blanket. A wet blanket. Uh, but we just go to the phones and, and whatever said is said, and we apologise if anything... Yeah. Less than safe We well, don't know what's going to happen. No, so it's very exciting. I love it. Yeah, you oh, really do it. love a segment, don't you? Okay. Uh, all right, Ben. Let's go. Line five. Who have we got here? You're live on DMs. Live DMs. Hi, it's Kerry. Hey, Kerry, good to have you on. What do you want to say? Don't hold back. Um, we're part of the Edward Conference, so vote for Curtis and Kerry. 
Oh, you call, and you could just phoned up last week. Yeah, these guys are doing well with their marketing, eh? Propaganda. Oh, well, get... is that funny? Because I actually work in a marketing department. Well, you're doing a good job. job. Getting those votes in for the winning tosses competition. Good luck, Kerry. Cool. Thanks, guys. All the best. Here we go. All right. Live DMs in this den. Yeah, mate. I just want to say, Ta- I, I, miss, I miss you, Johnny. We used to hang out in the bridges, or underneath the bridge and look up fields. That's all the time. We don't do that anymore. Why not? We did used to do it, Dan, and I've missed those days. I really I, have. I don't. It's not as fun touching yourself by yourself, you know? Dan, do I put them down? Oh, mate, this is your story. Yeah, not, like, normally if someone's saying it to me, I'd be like, no, we didn't, but you're like, you just Remember go. those times that like, we just close our eyes and touch No, yeah, all right, there he is. Oh, that's first time Jono actually was. Uh... I had to pull him down. He was just getting worse and worse. <laughs> it was a pastime of mine before I got into radio. No, it wasn't. James, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Live DMs, take it away. Take it away. Um, just wanted to say that you uh, do a Lipa song for my new favourite jam, mate. Good stuff. Oh. <laughs> you go, you sound like, you sound like a Dua Lipa fan. <laughs> oh, I, am, I am now. Uh, it's quite a jam, you're right. Unlikely fan. <laughs> yeah. Unlikely I was fan. not expecting that. Isaac's with us. You're live on live DMs, Isaac. Ben, mate, you remember me? <laughs> <laughs> I was under a bridge. <laughs> what mate, was it? Saturday night, K Road, the alleyway. <laughs> that reach around, mate, that was 100 bucks you never paid me. Where's okay. my money, mate? Come on. Ben, don't rip them off. Okay, okay. Hey? Text me your account details. I'll get that in there. <laughs> we'll see it Saturday night again, all right? Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Live DMs, take it away. Uh, I'm just, I, I remember a song, but I only know the lyrics. Will you guys remember if I can sing the lyrics? Uh, well, probably not, but I, give it a I go. I feel like we're walking into something here, but go for it. It, it used to go like this. It goes, shit, piss, fuck. Oh. There you go. There you go. And that's the end of live DMs. <laughs> for maybe forever. It keeps you on your toes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Apologies again <laughs> to the nation for whatever that went on. <laughs> now, we're trying to learn a party trick in a week. Yesterday, we said that we wanted to do it, and uh, by Friday, we have to display our party trick. Now, overnight, someone at uh, the Metro Lanes in, uh, in Auckland City got in touch with us. Yeah, Timber Bowling, yeah. Uh, and was like, oh, well, you guys should attempt to stack bowling balls on top of each other. There's a, they sent us a video link. So there's a video link of someone like stacking 10 bowling balls. It looks very impressive, but also looks very dangerous if it goes wrong because uh, these are quite heavy balls. Now, they did kindly gift us a whole bunch of bowling balls and Kate, the intern, had to go and pick the bowling balls up. Yes, I did indeed. What a... You came in sweating and <laughs> puffing. You looked disheveled. the pinkest I have ever been in my entire life. <laughs> Yeah, gee, you came in here looking very flustered. Tell us what happened. You came in with a dozen bowling balls. I did, I did. And at first I didn't even think I was going to be able to carry them, so I took along with me a massive bag, thought it was a great idea to walk them up the hill. Oh, spare a thought for all the professional bowlers out there. You just don't think about all the bowling balls. That's I don't know if they I carry thought. a dozen, though, at a time, do they? Well, it didn't look like I was carrying anything else because I had, to be fair, a bag and then one bowling ball. So I was just sort of going up a hill looking very stressed out and so no one would have known why. That lady's got a dead body in her handbag. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, it felt like that. Well, I don't know if I can be bothered doing it now. Ben, you may as well drop them back, Kate. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know when you stick those bowling balls. <laughs> Down a bowling alley. <laughs> Are we actually going to try and stack some of these? Yeah, give it a go now. Uh.
So we have him talking in the studio. We think hole on hole might be the good way to go because that would aff- offer some stabilisation. Okay. I mean, imagine if you get this first time off, Ben. This could be the greatest day in your life. So put, what you got to do is use the finger hole, Ben. Put the finger hole on the orange size 11. Oh, 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 he's done two. <laughs> All right, we've got two. We've got, a, we've got an orange ball sitting on top of a green bowling ball. Try and get three. Okay, so I'm trying to... You could have found a calling because it certainly is not radio. <laughs> oh, he's got three. Oh. Ben! Oh, oh, oh. Ben! Oh, oh. You're a bowling ball placing champion! You didn't even know it! Go for four. This is the fourth bowling ball stacked on top of each other. Oh, I'm nervous now. Oh, oh, oh okay. there you go. Did they come down? Okay. Three, three on top of each other. That wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad start. Okay, we need to try and get ten by the end of the week. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting this all on you. Yeah, how high that's going to be, right? This is, and if they collapse, we're going to smash <laughs> windows, expensive equipment. Yeah. The danger element's fantastic. Yeah, okay, our party trick. Hopefully we'll have it nailed by Friday. But in the meantime, 0800, the edge is the telephone number. Um... What party tricks have you seen not go not go to plan? <laughs> okay. Must it must have gone wrong. Yeah, I mean, you have to be very confident at a party in front of a load of people to go, hey, I'm going to light a skyrocket out of my ear. <laughs> the guy did say that he wanted the back of, like, one piece as well. Oh, Just he did? Okay. Oh, thanks, okay. Kate. I think it's, I'm more worried about the studio and the equipment. The, I think the bowling balls are going to be fine. <laughs> okay, so, just so you know. <laughs> I don't want to be carrying back pieces of bowling ball to this man. Now, Saturday, of course, the Royal Wedding. Everyone's talking about it. Meghan yeah. Markle, uh, Prince Harry getting married. Meghan Markle. Oh, it's Markle, sorry. I got a Trolled out during that, didn't I? Ming and Mahal. Ming and Mahal. I think the K is quite important to her surname. <laughs> really accentuating that K. So helps. you're the Mahal. Uh, she's the Markle. Uh, yeah, they're getting married. Her dad's not going. I know there's the big news today. Her dad's not going. He had a heart attack. Seemed like she's coming from an old family. I mean, I can't. Oh, well, yeah, but I, I can imagine it really hard, though, because these people haven't lived, grown up in the public. Public guy, and then all of a sudden they'll just have all the you know those the British been, reporters and yeah. stuff sniffing around. He's been staging paparazzi photos of TMZ, her father, and now he's not going to the wedding. He's too embarrassed, too embarrassed to go to the wedding. Mind you, any family meeting the royals should be ashamed of, wouldn't you? Yeah, true. You're trying to hide them away, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hide your brothers and sisters. Okay, pick one family member you'd like to hide if you got married to a royal. Ben, probably me. <laughs> that would be the thing. Who would I hide? Well, you're the only child, so... <laughs> no, I would hide myself, too. Yeah, you definitely would be the one I'd hide. Oh, no, I'd hide my uncle. Oh, really? But yeah, loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> loose cannon. You don't want him, you don't want him mixing and mingling with Prince Philip and uh, the Queen, but um, Saturday is going to be a, an extravaganza, and it's all that's going to be dominating all everyone's conversation. Royal wedding. Royal wedding. Yeah, that's what everyone's going to be saying to yeah. each other. Royal wedding. Probably a bit more conversation than yeah. that, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and there'll be a lot of events. You may be having an event or something happening in your life on Saturday, which yeah. it's not going to get the limelight. Like I was just looking before. Yeah. McDonald's in Frankton. Right. Love Frankton. One of my favourite suburbs of Hamilton. It's behind Dinsdale. <laughs> it's opening New Zealand's largest playland. It's having a grand opening Saturday with a rocket. It's like a rocket playground. Face painting, Ronald McDonald's there, but there. They're not getting the media coverage. Well, well they are now because we're talking about but yeah. But the, the Royal Wedding's trumping this. This is the, this is the largest a, playland a, in New Zealand. It's a big rocket. It's yeah. a big Southern Hemisphere rocket. Why would no one want to talk about that? Saturday night, why bop Young Farmers Club fight night for charity. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening in uh, uh, in Waipu. Oh no, in, in Cambridge. Sorry. I think Y Bob stands for Waikato Bay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, so that's going on. Yeah, the Young Farmers Club fight. I mean, they'll be boxing. They'll be out there doing that thing for charity. But they'll be wanting to watch the Royal Wedding. But no one, be- no one will be at the charity fight. It'll just be yeah. boxing. It'll just be like a fight. 
putting local YFC members against each other in a match requiring high-intensity physical demand and mental ability to defeat their opponents in the boxing ring. Exactly, and they've done all of that for nothing. Because you're going to get trumped Contenders by Contenders are from various walks of life. And okay, since you've talked about it for too long now. They've involved in an increasing demanding training regime to prepare for this fight. They've put a lot of effort in. Hey, hey, I'll add her to the edge. You doing something on Saturday. Tickets still available. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> are you doing something on Saturday that uh, is just getting eclipsed by the royal wedding? Because we want to give you a chance now to, uh, to talk about it and have your moment. Have your 15 minutes of fame. Jojo. Well, I'm going to argue that it might be a little bit more exciting than watching royal people get married, but we're having a fight night in Hamilton at Core MMA. Oh, another fight night. I was just banging on about a fight night. Every night's, uh, every night's a fight night in Hamilton, <laughs> isn't it? You're not wrong about that, especially now that the hood's reopened. This is not the, the, the young farmers fighting each other, is it, for charity? I'm sure there are a couple farmers fighting each other on this card, but it's not that one. These are other people fighting each other, B. <laughs> These are <laughs> other farmers. Want to fight? Go to Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what, what's what's the event that we're plugging? So we've got Beatdown 2. Um, it's at Core MMA, and it's introducing our new gym. So we've got a full MMA cage, full boxing ring, and a full um, eight-man fight tournament, as well as a couple other fights. Jesus. I, I, I once watched MMA live. Yeah, I, I, watched, I watched one, and some guy's poor face was falling off. <laughs> it happens. It happens. It's the name of the game, you know? Hey, hey, Jojo, thank you for calling up, matey. Awesome. Thank you very much. Have a good have fight a night, night, you guys. Have a good fight night in Hamilton Saturday. Naomi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, listen, we're doing well. But, you know, we've got a very special place in our hearts for those affected by the royal wedding. Oh, it's just awful. <laughs> what, what are they ruining for you? Um, so on Saturday is the annual um, Firefighter Sky Tower Challenge. Oh, that's, I know the one where they run up all the stairs with all the, the, their that's gears the on, one. right? Yeah, that's the one. And this is happening the same day. They got you guys are doing this for charity. You're doing this for a wonderful thing, but the royals are going to get all the attention, right? Absolutely, yeah. So we're doing it for leukemia and blood cancer, New Zealand. Oh, you bet they're not getting married for leukemia and blood cancer, are they? No, no, they're not. No, maybe they could. They they could, yeah. That would be <laughs> that would be a really nice wedding day for it. Would be uh, an interesting. I don't know how that works, but it would be nice. <laughs> well, why don't they get married for charity, mate? <laughs> okay. Naomi's doing something for charity. <laughs> I love it. She's yeah, running up three thousand flights of stairs. What's yeah, he? Yeah, so it's eleven hundred and three steps, and it's carrying twenty five kilos of gear. Oh well, hey, go to, uh, go that event. Hey, go go the go the firefighters running up the sky tower. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I'll tell you whether you can stick that sky tower. <laughs> what, what, okay, what? Just where it is? Because it's fine where it's it is. It's a lovely landmark. It's where it is. Yeah, it is. Just leave lovely. it where it is. I love it, I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Naomi. Teresa, the royal wedding is ruining your plans. It's eclipsing your event. Why? Oh, it's my wedding anniversary on Friday, on Saturday. Oh, so it's your date. You already had this date. Oh, it's so right. Booked in already. Uh, you didn't even get an email from harry68 at gmail.com <laughs> no. querying the date. And we've had a text through here uh, from Helena who said it's her granddad's 100th birthday, Saturday. Oh, really? 100th birthday. He could normally get a letter from the Queen, wouldn't he? Yeah. She's not going to write a letter. No, she she's at a wedding. Bloody wedding. Yeah. Imagine yeah. how many letters she has to write. Yeah. Happy 100th birthday, you old bugger. <laughs> <laughs> well done, you made it. She doesn't play bane of her life. Must just be, be writing anniversary letters for people. <laughs> I think that's her job. <laughs> you been to Thailand, Stiff? No, I haven't. Yeah, ben, no. Went there. ben went to Bangkok when he was a minor. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> sounds, it was a very traumatic trip. <laughs> that sounds weird. That sounds uh, quite weird. 
Was that the same incident that you had um, at the customs with the uh, with the? Oh, uh, now, now we're making up stories. Now we uh, now this is. He was getting... a child drug mule. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't happen. John O'Brien and Sharon's scandal. Hey, what do we got? Uh, Kim Kardashian finally ended up opening her Mother's Day present from her sister Chloe Kardashian. So at first it looks fine. It was a Prada bag retailing at fourteen hundred dollars. Wow! But inside the bag. Uh, um, uh, an inappropriate gift that one would receive from a sister, I would say. Um, uh, lots of lollies shaped like a male genitalia, uh, plus yeah. a vibrator. All right. It's so, a weird present to give your family. I yeah. just don't think it's appropriate. I mean, they're friends, they're best friends and stuff. Yeah. But like, I, like purchasing that. And then knowing what what your your sibling will do with that, yeah. I just. I mean, when I first started watching Keeping Up the Kardashians, and they always kept mounting Rob. <laughs> yeah, they it was all like fight with kept, each other. Kept straddling Rob, and I was like, oh, "This is very the brother, erotic." The brother, the brother, yeah. like, this is oh, very erotic. So Rob, so he has been under lockdown over the last few months. He's been in hiding, not for any bad reason. He is on like a health kick binge, and he is like really excited to let the world see what amazing shape he's in. Well, I see you've been shredding. The big reveal. Yeah, shredding. Yeah. Can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see Rob. Hey, I wish Rob all the best. He used to be very handsome. Mm. Didn't he, Rob? And then what happened? <laughs> don't, don't put me in this position. <laughs> oh, I know what you say by saying he used to be very handsome. Yeah, what? what do you mean? As a teenager. <laughs> He's very hot. <laughs> I don't know. Father, father, very handsome, Mr. Kardashian. I love when you're in a hole like this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the good. best. <laughs> um, and Katy Perry has interviewed Dua Lipa. Um, this was actually when Dua Lipa was here in the country, opening for Bruno Mars. They must have been having a wee phone chat for V Magazine. Um, a couple of things from this interview that we learnt from Katy Perry interviewing Dua Lipa. Uh, we found out Dua Lipa is very superstitious. She'll warm up and have lots of tea and hang out with her band before uh, beforehand. But if anyone has any liquid left in their cups, they're not allowed to cheers. Everyone has to have full cups when they cheers. Otherwise, it's bad luck and she'll have a terrible performance. And she wears her undies inside out. Before her Brit Awards performance, she said, I was so worried that I was going to jinx my performance by being so nervous. I wore my knickers inside out under my outfit. So maybe, maybe if you're in a bad luck right now, maybe... Put your knickers in a twist. Yeah, work to do a leaper. <laughs> uh, scandal is... Ben doesn't wear any at all. That keeps his, his, him on the side of Lady Luck. Have you guys ever actually not worn undies to it? I did it once. Well, no. not on purpose, because we were filming something and they got wet. And uh, just by saturation of water or something, and then I had to take them off, and you feel very vulnerable. Yeah, you do. Free balling. Mm. Yeah, you feel like, oh, geez, so anything could go wrong at any yeah. time. Really? There's zips. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's colleagues who can down trail you like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just on edge the whole day. Not, yeah. for, not for me. Oh, yeah. all right. And we won't ask you, Steph, because it's 2018, and that would not be appropriate. <laughs> Why not? Equality, I asked you. Oh, jeez, now we're <laughs> caught in this. How hot was Rob, though? <laughs> Scandals Online, theedge.co.nz, and that is where you can vote for your favourite wedding tosses couple right now. So, uh, filming for the TV show starts back in a couple of weeks, doesn't it? When does it start back? Yeah, a couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah. A couple of weeks. No, it does. Two weeks. Is it two weeks? Pretty much, pretty Jeez, much. we've squandered a lot of time. <laughs> we have, we have. There's a ton in two weeks. Yeah. Anyway, so we're doing some filming now. Um, and, uh, you know, there's times we were required to put on suits and stuff. And so today I uh, put on a pair of pants and I know the feeling. I know the feeling when I'm wearing Ben's pants. Even when they're just going over my ankles. <laughs> I'm like, these are, these are Ben pants. Well, you Because you could... you're very skinny in frame. You probably could tell if you held them up before putting them on. You went, could these fit a size 8 boy? So I'm, I'm having to jam 
jam my legs in it. It's oh, like these are the only sauce- pants they got for you. These are the only pants. It's like sausage going into pastry, <laughs> you know, for a sausage roll or something. You want st- really well, stuffing it in there? We took a suit away for a wedding and took my suit. Yeah, this is not. This has happened on multiple occasions, and every, I never learned my lesson. I, I went to a wedding in Queenstown, friends' wedding. <laughs> I went to uh, just grabbed a suit from from work on the way to uh, the airport, and uh, got down to Queenstown. I was like, uh oh, again, pulling them <laughs> over my ankles. I was like, I've got Ben pants on. I had to do eight hard hours in those trousers. Uh, those trousers were working tough. <laughs> no one's working harder than those trousers. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. And today it was probably four or five hours. I was like, I'm going to be lucky to make it out of these lives. <laughs> <laughs> surgically to get the yeah. get the fire brigade to surgically cut you out of them. No, they fly. They uh, Westpac helicopter had to put me up. <laughs> Tommy to Middlemore. I had to get them surgically removed. <laughs> they are atrocious. Huh? How do you fit into those things? <laughs> they're, they're quite they're quite comfortable. They're roomy for me. Cut off circulation to my legs. I feel paralysed. My legs. My legs haven't fully recovered. I'm wearing oh, those trousers. You now you know what it's like to get into my pants. <laughs> Hard work. Hard work. It's not something Any, you want to do. Anyone who makes it into your pants, Ben, geez. They, they deserve it. They've yeah. earned that right. That is our show. Thank you for tuning in over the last four hours. All right, so Oscar, my little boy. Yeah? He uh, had a bit of a suggestion for some content for the radio show. Oh, I like it. I like it when people come up with good ideas. You know that song, uh, Ooh, 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 Trying to do what lovers do. Maroon yeah, Five. We could have played. We could have played the original, but I thought it was good for us to give a rendition. <laughs> he uh, he's come up with an idea for a song. Oh really? Yeah. Like a like a like a parody song. Yeah. Trying to do what lovers do. I'm a llama too. Ooh, ooh. Trying to do what llamas do. I don't know what llamas do. Oh, llamas, they're, they're quite a comical sort of animal, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, so Long you necks, they're looking around like, what's going on? Yeah, no, I promised, I promised them that we'd uh, take time to record that and get that on the air. Oh, I like it. I like that the, you've taken the time for it. I like the idea, Oscar. I love it. I love everything about that.